Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. Sometimes when I plan a piece of writing, I know just how long it's going to be. And usually my plans take the form of just writing out a summary of the story as if I were explaining it to someone else. But sometimes I will just sit and I will write by the seat of my pants. And this is the result of that. Um, And what happened is last week I started to write something and realized that I probably needed a bit longer to talk about it. Um, And this week I've continued it. And I think I probably still need a bit longer. So... Um, this will be three parts um, so I hope you enjoy this Train Gang Part 2 One of the explosions was far too close flinging dirt and grit into the air Todger let out a scream as he fell backwards cheeks stinging with stony shrapnel His ears were ringing as he scrambled onto all fours and looked around. Workers were running left and right, trying to find some cover as more explosions went off up and down the line. A secondary rumble sounded, one whole sheet of rock sliding down and burying the overseer as she leaned against the wall. She went down and was instantly hidden from view without a single sound. Closer, Lewis was lying still on the ground, a line of blood down his face from a gash on his forehead. Figures appeared at the top of the canyon, the complicated silhouettes resolving themselves into uplifted animals, some with human riders. A squirrel was leading them, fat grey tail bouncing as he leapt from rock to rock and slammed onto the canyon floor. Everyone remain still, he said, paws up and outstretched, voice pulsing out of the yellow gem at his throat. They all had them, Todger realised, glowing stars of glistening yellow dust, that flickered and hummed with an inner light every time they spoke. Stay where you are. Todger, almost hidden from view behind a small outcropping of rock, peered out. There was another squirrel, a badger, a couple of birds, and something that might have been a vole. Three humans slid from the backs of the squirrels and the badger, holding crossbows. They wore bandanas that hid their mouths, and their eyes were wild despite the dust in the air, almost inhumanly wide. Todger ducked out of sight, but it was too late. One of the humans came over, movements too jerky as he thrust the crossbow forward. Oi, nosy little what's it, eh? Hmm? Don't try nothing funny, eh? Nodding, Todger could only stare at the tip of the crossbow bolt, vibrantly aware of how close the attacker's finger was to the trigger. A whistle sounded, and the man with the bandana turned like a dog being called, before giving one final grunt in Todger's direction. He jogged away a few paces, fumbling a little pouch out of his pocket. He withdrew a pinch of dust and breathed it in, trembling from head to toe as whatever drug it was took effect. Right, the squirrel was saying, take the train. Radamant, get going on the rails. Virgil and Ipsal, you're on crowd control. A tremendous rending sound began, and when Todger peeked back over the rock, it was to see the badger ripping the metal rails out of the ground with only a little difficulty. 
Her claws, long and dark, were perfectly suited to slide underneath and twist just so, popping the fastening pins out in all directions. Garriott! Got a live uplift here! One of the birds called, hopping from one foot to the other. Beaver! Looks like his legs are broken, boss! Every step laden with menace, the squirrel started towards the beaver. Not an uplift, he snarled. Not even an animal. A guild engineer. Garriott kicked the beaver savagely in the face. Who do you think you are? Selling your world for the sake of what? Moving things from one place to another a little quicker? They just pay me to lay track, the beaver wheezed. Nothing more. You take their money and you're taking food out of the mouths of good, honest folk. Uplifts who pull wagon trains, who guide their barges down the river. The air couriers, the post ravens and the messenger hawks. Garriott lashed out at the beaver again and spat on the ground. You make me sick. He turned, long tail curling around himself. Human workers. You're paid, we know that. Not much, though. Enough to keep starvation at bay, and some of you are here under duress. A few of the workers began to regain their feet, coming out from their hiding places. We are the Silver Talon, and we oppose this and everything it represents. Join us. We will feed you, clothe you. You will be sheltered. What if we don't? Someone shouted. Then you can leave in peace. We're not monsters. As if to belie his own words, Garriott leaned down and bared his claws. With one swipe, he tore open the throat of the beaver. It screamed, the sound quickly drowned in blood and thrashed under the debris that pinned it. Oppose us, Garriott continued, claws red, and things will go differently for you. Todger closed his eyes as he watched the beaver breathe his last, and when he opened them the squirrel was stood over him. You first, Garriott said. Will you join us? You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 